Buongiorno and welcome to the big review ski. I don't know how to say welcome in Italian. My name is Owen and there's Rory. Rory, why am I trying to speak Italian today? Um, I think it's because you're trying to acclimate to her super duper Italian movie that we uh, are talking about today, which is Pixar and Disney's new one, Luca, which is arriving on Disney Plus on Friday, 18th of June. Um, have you ever watched a movie? Oh, and have you ever watched a movie where <laughs> yes, watching it and you're like, oh, I want to go there. I want to go where that is. Have you, like, is there, does one come to mind where you've... You've watched the film and you're like, that place that place looks glorious and I want to I want to go to there. Yeah, Mac and me where they go to McDonald's loads and I'm like, God, I'd love McDonald's right now. Right. Okay. All right. That's when I felt it the most it I mean, right through me. It's, it's relatable. Each to their own. <laughs> We're not here to judge you to your face. But yeah, this was definitely one of those movies where watching it was like, oh right, I would love to spend an entire go full like call me by your name and spending it well. <laughs> full call me by your name and spend, I was going to say and spend the summer in Italy and just like eat gelato and get a tan and <laughs> I'm trying to think I'm trying to think what version of call me by your name did you did you watch some like kind of sense I, I think I, I watched like the first 20 minutes and I think yeah you I, get I, the I, gist I got the gist so Luca yes I managed to talk to the producer and the director. So the director is Enrico Casarosa, mm-hmm. uh, who previously directed the Oscar nominated, I think. Um, oh, you have your hands up. What's up? Yeah, because I, I, this is like, I didn't know the name initially whenever you mentioned Enrico uh, Casarosa. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that mm. correctly. But his previous work, because obviously he's worked his way through Pixar, as lots of the the new kind of directors do when they've worked as storyboard artists and visual artists on loads of the previous films. But he is the guy who wrote and directed uh, La Luna, which is a short that you can watch on Disney+. And it was uh, nominated for an Oscar. But the reason I'm so excited about it, it is because it is one of genuinely one of my favorite short films that I've ever seen. It is just uh it's beautiful. It's mm. just absolutely gorgeous the way it looks, obviously, which you would expect from Pixar anyway, but just the wee story about uh, a young boy, his dad and his granddad and those kind of family connections and those kind of family traditions. And I don't know if that ties into obviously what Luca is about, but um, like if you had said to me, listen, it's the guy uh, who wrote and directed La Luna. It's like 100% on board. I'm there. Front row of the cinema. Well, not the front row because that'll be too close to the screen. It's sure. a bit further back. Well, listen, but, if, uh, if that's yeah. all that's left, we'll take it. If it's all that's left, I will sit there. Yep. So there was him and also the movie's producer, Andrea Warren, who has you know produced and been a part of the crew of several uh, Pixar movies over the years. So yeah, so we got to chat to the two of them about Luca, um, about a, a particular supporting character in this movie that when you see the movie you'll know exactly what i'm talking about um and just a a little bit of the behind the scenes how would i put it thinking at pixar uh because as you know it it feels like pixar is just overflowing with geniuses who are having amazing ideas all the time (laughs) yep so how do you kind of file through them and be like this this is what we're going to spend the next five to seven years making from scratch. Um, so yeah, I was I was interested in the thought process behind how you go from a, the germ of an idea to having Luca finally hit the big screen. 
in terms of the, or the film small screen itself, in this case sorry <laughs> the small screen uh what what about the the film itself like what what's it actually about because you said obviously it makes you pine for uh, a summer in italy Sure. So it starts with Jacob Tremblay, who people would know from uh, Room and a few other mm-hmm. movies that he's been a part of. He is is kind of an an underwater sea monster, or at least that's what humanity perceives him to be. But like they're just regular folk. His voice is manned by Maya Rudolph. Uh, they're kind of a, an under an underwater farming family, and he happens across another young boy who also happens to be a sea monster but has discovered that if you leave the sea and dry off you can become just like a human being mm. and you only change back to a sea monster whenever you know you get wet or you got rained on or someone actually accidentally spills a drink in you um and the two of them the film is essentially just around their that particular friendship that you have when you're like 10 and it's it's almost like you've you've been best friends forever, even though you may have just met like two days ago, and you cannot picture your life without your new best friend. They are they're like your they're sewn onto your body, and it's so it's that intense. Like everything you find funny is hilarious. Every like if the other person hurts themselves, you're like, oh my god, we have to get to the hospital right now. Oh my god, so sad. Like it's I've never seen a film um kind of do young friendships like intense summer bff friendship as well as this it's uh i it's it hit me in the heart quite a bit because i can i've never had one i've never had that <laughs> friendship <laughs> Never. What about me? I'm sitting right here. Yeah, you hear me. Um, I, <laughs> I can hear. Um, yeah, this one definitely seemed to make an impact. And any film that has Maya Rudolph uh, playing the mammy in, a, mm. in, a, in an animated film, I'm here for because she obviously most recently starred in uh, We Are the Mitchells as well, which is just a fantastic piece of work. So obviously uh, an inspired bit of voice casting. Well, listen, Roy, I like the sound of it and I like the look at it as well. So now let's hear Goodness. your chat with Enrico Casarosa yep. and Andrea Warren. There we go. That sounded like I just slowed that down, but that's just me <laughs> reading really badly. Enrico and Andrea, how are you both doing today? Well, thank you. Nice Hi. to see you. You too. I want to congratulate you on two specific things. One is I absolutely loved this movie so, so much. And two is, I think you're going to be almost single-handedly responsible for a massive spike in tourism to Italy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the second, like, 20 minutes and I was, like, already looking for flights and where can I stay in this part, <laughs> this part of the world? Um, I want to get right in with a tough question, if that's okay. The evil cat. Yeah. As a, as, a, as a dog lover, I did have a, a guttural reaction to the evil cat. Uh, and Pixar and Disney have such a long-standing history with amazing uh, supporting characters like that. But I am curious, what was the, the kind of inspiration or the, uh, the the germ of the idea where that evil evil Machiavellian cat came from? Yeah, I, I think there is one, just the memory of that, that there's a lot of street cats in, in, all over Italy and definitely in these little towns. Uh, very, very often, you know, they're they're kind of fed by the old ladies, but then they're, they're all over. So we knew from day one that there, there's a sea monster who, who probably smells a little different than a human, that maybe they were the ones who knew 
before anyone. So we love this idea that there would be would be like onto them or it would be a problem for them. And then it, it actually we we had a few scenes where there there were like there would be like a hundred of them. <laughs> there would be a big chase, and then we realized actually, well, maybe it's more fun to really put something a little more right in front of them. So we we thought of like, why don't we make a, a Massimo have a cat? And then we're like, why? Oh, let's make him look like Massimo. Like, like we all look a bit, some th that idea of uh, 101 Dalmatians that we look like our pets seemed like a fun one. And then it really like, all the other cats actually became a much smaller thing, even though in our heads, maybe we thought, oh, you would have complete dominion of them. They would bring him food and he's the big boss. But then, yeah, we really embraced this moment of him. And, and when once we started designing him, it was just like so interesting and evil and cute. Um, something, what is it about cats? I mean, it's just a thing. Uh, so the, we, we had hashtags in, in, inside Pixar going more Machiavelli. So that's how it all started. And, and you know, the fact that it would get beat up and that, that he would know it all, but he couldn't tell my, his, his, his owner was the fun of it all. And, and yeah, I mean, I think we need, uh, maybe we need a spinoff or something. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll, he'll absolutely deserve one. I think, like, even though I'm not a cat person, I will go see the Machiavellian spinoff. <laughs> um, I am curious, if you give us a little bit of, like, insight into, so I'm sure in Pixar, it just feels like the place is overflowing with geniuses that it's just there's constantly uh, new ideas all the time. Could, could you tell me a little bit about the the decision process inside Pixar where they where they must be over, overwhelmed with like this is what everyone's next idea is. How do they go? How do they choose Luca or whatever the next project is? Yeah. How do you how, how does that get kind of plucked from the crowd, I guess? Yeah, it really comes down then to like where you pitch a few different ideas so you're kind of like could i could i pitch and then you know the fact that you've gone through the steps of making a short is certainly a big part of this and so you have to be a little bit invited to to pitch but once you do pitch it really is them looking for a diamond in the rough and, and like where is the potential is it personal is often a, a question that gets asked what is it that you're trying to say is there something interesting here that is that you can direct because there's we definitely believe that that, that especially for first time directing that's going to be a leg up on, on on finding your way you're leading a crew towards something you've experienced and it's certainly I, I i had that luck to have the opportunity to direct something that that I, I knew a lot about. Um, and then, yeah, it doesn't feel like a huge, you know, we're all geniuses here. It just feels like we're all here wrecking our brains. And usually what you get out of a lot of smart people, it's a lot of good notes, but they're also like, you know, uh, 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 good punches. So it really is just like the bar is set high, as you all know. And so it's it's a lot of Bruno's in your head, a lot of, you know, imposter syndrome. Do I belong in here? Do I not? And so it felt very meta, which was wonderful. An insecure kid needing uh, uh, Alberto uh, uh, to to help him. I, I think I had good help. And and this was a bit of a journey for, for especially through the challenges that were thrown at us. It felt very meta that we had our own confidence to to, to find. And, and the story keeps on changing. And then you kind of important pieces come in there. But I think that first spark is, oh, that's interesting. Oh, 
I remember feeling like a kid and it's really interesting that these kids have a sea monster side and there's something to hide. So there's these little sparks that you can tell people are really locking into that like, oh, that's interesting that, well, you're talking about friendship, but there's this wonderful sense of, I didn't know what was happening to my body in that, uh, in that moment, or I, I wish I could fit in, but I didn't know how to, or I wasn't showing all of myself. So those were things that I think were, the, you could see through the, 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 the rough. <laughs> Yeah, like fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah. Best of luck with the movie when it goes Thank out. You. And um, see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thank Thanks, Gary. Nice chatting. Roy's chat there with the writer and director of Luca Enrico Casarosa and producer Andrea Warren. And Roy, when? Because I want to see Luca. When can I see Luca? Tell me when I can see Luca. You can see Luca on Disney Plus from Friday, 18th of June. Uh, and I already know exactly you're, you're putting in like a, a day off request <laughs> for, um, for like a day off for that. And then maybe the week afterwards as well, just to handle all the tears. Yeah. To, but to also to book emotional. flights to Italy and also, also that. So you can watch the rest of uh, call, call me by your name on the plane as well after those opening 20 minutes like it seems um, nice i don't i don't see any problems yeah yeah no like yeah just a bit of no summer. surprises yeah 100 percent. um okay look it cannot wait to see that uh everything else that we have going on on the big review ski at the moment loads of brilliant interviews we've had recently you can go and check out our chat with killian murphy uh with angelina jolie uh we cast the fast and furious uh, bob are in there as well and who bob odenkirk Jeez, bob odenkirk as well just loads and loads just of people drowning in talent <laughs> and then as well as that we're also slap bang in the middle of our deep dive on the brand new series on disney plus loki starring tom hiddleston uh owen wilson google and bathy raw as well so you can go and check that out because we're having a lot of fun uh with loki mm. in true loki style as well so loads for you to choose from uh rory thank you uh today for your time thank you uh sound paul on sound thank you as ever for your just amazing soundness and sound engineering abilities sure i need to work on my thank yous and thank you to everybody who listens and subscribes to the show and if you haven't subscribed already just do it will you sound thank you okay see you later bye-bye bye too angry